Hi guys, I'm Dumi B and welcome to an episode of Cut Red Handed. We hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome to the Cut Red Handed podcast. Right here we have Comfort, we have Victor and we have Dumi B. <laughs> You're so, so excited whenever you say your name. <laughs> I want to be excited, so let's do this. So, right now we're introducing a new segment called Week Recap. Week Recap. So, in this Week Recap, we're just all going to just go around and just share something interesting that happened in our week, good or bad. It could be the food you ate. It could be not anything. Nothing is actually too minute. For me, well, today, the chicken I bought was bad. It turns out that I bought um, bad chicken. I know that might not be important to anybody, but that was very painful to me because 10 leg quarters of chicken all down the drain, all yellow. <laughs> and never knew yellow spots means bad chicken. So that's something I learned wow. to do that's important to share. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> who is next? <laughs> who wants to share something from their week? Welcome, Timmy. Timmy's in the house. Hi, Timmy. Hi. So, Timmy, we're sharing about our week in the week recap segment, and I just shared how I discovered okay. that yellow dots on chicken mean that is spoiled. And I told my chicken story. I think I told you my chicken story today. So, I just oh, shared yeah. the world. <laughs> So, who, do you want to share with us how your week was, Timmy? Something interesting. I mean, minute, it could be important, it could be whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I always stay at home, so my, my week is not always so... Okay, everybody's staying at home this period. Anyways, um, <laughs> my, it, was, it was both fast and slow at the same time. Mm-hmm. So many things happened and I also felt like I had so much free time. time. Hmm. So, yeah. Just trust me. Welcome as well. So you had a very interesting week and you, I knew you are doing some classes as well. So that was also interesting. So, I'm happy to hear yeah. you. Thank Hello. You. Good evening, everybody. Hi, Saha. Welcome. We're in the week recap segment, so people are sharing what happened in their week. Demi had an interesting week, stroke, free time, boring week. I don't know how to describe her week. I guess a mixture of all the things you should have in a week. My week was full of okay, I didn't I didn't actually describe my week. My week was very tiring. But today I discovered that yellow spots on chicken mean that it's spoiled. So, yellow spot on chicken. Yeah. I got to see what that is. And I threw I had to discard a lot of chicken today. So Bawa is going next. Bawa, how was oh. your week? Um my week was quite uneventful. I went to work then yeah. I found that I lost five kids. I lost five oh. kids. Hallelujah! You don't do 
Just no, like, like that. I've been hearing uh, about that. That didn't know it happened. I do routine fasts now. So today I only ate dinner. Yeah, intermittent fasting. So I only so, ate dinner today. And I take a lot of That's not about that intermittent fasting. The thing I used to worry about it is that fasting for God now, when we say fast now, is a whole thing. But now we are saying fasting for health. Everybody's doing 16-8. This is not what we've been trying to do 6 to 6 since. <laughs> oh. oh well. <laughs> I'm 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 so proud of you, Bawa. I'm very proud of you. Yes. Are you still playing the tennis that you were playing last week? I didn't play this week. I don't know why. Today I was meant to play, but one of the people I was meant to play with was making her head. So that one took about six hours. Hell. So wow. <laughs> Just for hell. Uh, <laughs> I maintain that. Jesus, that's even so. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the same head that God gave all of us. <laughs> oh, start start doing your own now. Grow it out. <laughs> they will know it's the same type. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Comfort. How was your week? Oh, uh, it was you know uneventful. Mm-hmm. I. Bought a Scrabble set today. I, I don't know why I've never learned how to play Scrabble. I started learning this week, Sham. Ooh. Yeah. So, what else? Yeah, that's all. And I skipped a couple of seasons in Grey's Anatomy. So now I'm season 14. Ooh. Exciting. And there's a new season of Grey's Anatomy coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I saw a tweet about it. Someone was like, even World War Two ain't dead. I, I swear, that's what I'm about it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like, they should not end it. it they should not end it. <laughs> Have you enjoyed this story? Yeah. Oh, someone, have you, you're someone you've shared your week, right? Have you? Oh, yeah, no. telepathy. Oh, someone. Oh, someone. Oh, someone. How was the week? <laughs> Um, week, how was the week? I don't even know. The week was just anything there. okay, anything exciting that happened, anything boring that happened, anything you didn't like, whatever, just share something. Why it can be minute, it doesn't have to be important. It can okay, be like something exciting happened. Um, something exciting happened. So, um, um, I was I finally started downloading my Call of Duty on my console, despite the fact that I'm is slow. Um, what else? What exactly happened? I really don't know. I don't mind me. Nothing happened. The week was just there, actually like boring and um, I don't know. Well, you thank God for your week. Around, thank but... God that you're all alive and you guys had different interesting weeks to share. And we'll keep oh. doing this segment every week called the week recap. So now let's oh. get into the book. So this week we had to read the last four chapters of the thing around your neck i've loved 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 this whole process chimamanda thank you for this beautiful book it was amazing how do you guys feel about the four chapters so far hmm. the four chapters hmm. was i'd like to thing. say let's get into it that's what i have Should to I? say one by one okay okay this year we have ukamaka who was in school at Princeton, in Princeton, and um, she 
she heard about a plane crash that was had happened in Nigeria, like I think from Lagos to Abuja, and she was scared that her ex boyfriend was on the plane. Then somebody knocked on her door, like a whole stranger. He's like, "Oh, I think I've seen you around. I know you're Nigerian, blah blah blah. Uh, let's we do like to pray together." This guy should never know. And it was a whole scary thing because I've, I think I've experienced the same knock because like when you oh. are leaving, like. Like, no, not the same type she had. But, like, I've experienced when you did not expect somebody to come to see you and they knock on your door. It's a very scary experience. So, I can imagine, like, I could imagine her, like, peeping through the hole to see the person. So, when he so came, he's like, oh, let's pray. Oh, no, I'd not open my open. She should open my. I didn't even go and look into the hole. The American, this and that, 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 that. I don't understand how we could let him. <laughs> Into our house just because they are both black. She trying to say they are I no did. bad black people or no black, no bad Nigerians. No, black lives So, okay, so she guy came in and you know she let him in and he asked her to pray. Even not even know whether she was Muslim or Christian, whatever. <laughs> they prayed together in the Pentecostal way that they were praying, and she said she felt a shivering. She felt like maybe the Holy Spirit was entering her or God, but she was not sure what was happening. But she's Catholic. So his name was Chinedu. So this Chinedu was just now sat down on her couch, said Justine, and she was like, Guy, can you just leave my house? Well, that was in her mind. <laughs> so later on, her phone rang and the guy, the Chinedu guy, even wanted to go and pick it up, and she's like, No. And then she took the call and he found out that her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend was okay. Um, she built her life around her ex-boyfriend, even making, you know, um, the stew the way he liked pepper, even though she did not even like pepper. And she had like a very, I don't know, I felt like maybe it was a very deep relationship. I would say a toxic relationship where her ex-boyfriend even belittled her and snubbed her, um, saying that he was not up to her level. There was a point that I wrote here, it was like, Udena never said, I love you to me, because he thought it was cliche. Once I told him I was sorry he felt bad about something, and he started shouting and said, I should not use an expression like, I'm sorry you feel that way, because it was unoriginal. He used to make me feel like nothing I said was witty enough, or sarcastic enough, or smart enough. He was always struggling to be different, even when it did not matter. It was as if he was performing his life instead of living his life. He knew I loved being here, but he was always telling me how Princeton was a boring school and was out of touch. If he thought I was too happy about something that didn't have to do with him, he always found a way to put it down. How can you love somebody and get what and want to manage the amount of happiness that person has? So when she was saying all this to Chinedu, they were like having a meal and Chinedu was fasting. And Chinedu, she found out later that, you know, Chinedu was, um, he was a gay guy. He had like a boyfriend in Nigeria and, you know, the boyfriend invited him to a wedding, his own wedding, and got married to a woman and was a whole painful experience for Chinedu. And he shared this when he was really annoyed with her when she was always talking about her ex-boyfriend. And, um, yeah, what else? 
Oh yeah, and Chinedu, it turns out that Chinedu was actually not a student at the school. He was actually an un undocumented immigrant who might be, you know, who might leave um, the US soon if they find out about him. And she just really loved, she loved their friendship and treasured their friendship and she tried to do everything she could for him. And um, I was going to say something as well. Um, yeah, Chinedu just used the opportunity. I like how he was really friendly with everybody. So he used the opportunity to go to the grocery store and other things. So he really became, enjoyed his friendship with her. You know, she took him everywhere he wanted to go as well. So it was just a really nice, um, interesting relationship that they both had. So yeah, let's discuss the book. Let's discuss the story, I mean. Oh. What do you guys what well, do you think? Well, she was asking what we thought about it. But I, um, let me just say something quickly, Cha. I just knew mm -hmm. the whole story, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, what's the, what the lady's name again? What's her name again? Ukamaka. Mm -hmm. Like, she kept on mentioning her ex-boyfriend almost every time. Like, I was yeah. just... Sometimes, they were talking about something, like, maybe they'll be um, friends something in the future. Then the boy's name, I was like... What the hell? Like, let the guy just go now. I don't As have fun. They recently you know, broke up She now. built her life around the And guy. she built her life, exactly. But do you know Every... the funny part? Right? Every time she talked about him, she never spoke. She never said a good thing about him. Yeah. Right. She has said she for so many years. She has built her life around him. And, like, everything she said about him was, like, to complain about how selfish she was. Negative, negative. How, yeah, everything was negative, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, he was, was always trying to look down on her or something. Yes! Like, and that's my point. Why was she always talking? Like, okay, why was she in love with him at all? That's like, a good question. Yes, we don't know why. On, uh, insecurities. Mm. If, whether somebody plays on your insecurities or not, when you fall in love with the person, there's a reason. If someone's playing on your insecurities, you may think, okay, this person is really nice, he's really good to me. But throughout the entire book, we don't know. In fact, in our mind, this guy is a villain. There's nothing good about him. We don't know anything that is good about this her boyfriend that she has built her life around. We know he's smart. But he looks down on Even other people. Even the way she said he's smart was in a condescending way. Like he looks down on other people. Yes, exactly. That's how she described him. She never described him as, you know. So, like everything she throws about him is bad. And I'm wondering mm. if everything you're saying about this guy is bad. Like from beginning to the end, even when she thought he was almost dead. Like, why was she with him for that long? You know, she was reminiscing. Mm. When she was in the relationship, I don't think she would have felt that way. Mm. She you just started noticing the restaurant. Yes. Remember mm. when she was in the restaurant and the waiter came to them and they were like, oh, they're a cute couple. And that are they married? And the guy was like, not yet. So I think she has already built that, oh, okay, there's something that is still going to come out of this. We may end up yeah. getting married and all that. You know, so I already believe she talking was, about kids. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So she was so firm that oh, this we this we actually get somewhere to get to marriage. And when the guy broke up with her, she and yes, she has built her life around the guy. So that was all. She, it was the guy that she could, she could just talk about basically. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, she was acting to please him as well. But she was not really the main, main person I noticed in the book. It was Chinedu, to be honest. First of all, Chinedu was too forward. Like, just coming into somebody's house and asking them to try. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Even when you remove his shoes, I'm just kept talking and talking and talking. You just said, you don't know this person, and like, she was bro. talking and minding his business. Oh, when when she when she was she started crying or feeling bad, and then he, he came to come and you know hug her. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. like Jesus Christ. Where does this happen? This girl does never have the... any self awareness, any form of self security. Uh-uh. it was a dangerous position to be in, honestly. And he was, why well, over time I started like liking him. He was a good listener. He was himself. He wasn't pretending for anybody. You know, he was smart. I like the way he used his friendships to benefit him. Everybody was dropping him off at the grocery store. At he church. was resourceful. That's the word you use. As in, yeah. that's the right word. You know, he was a very sharp guy. And I, I have no doubt that he will find a way to stay in the US. I don't think they're going to kick him out. He has already played on her emotions. I'm sure she can help <laughs> Who knows? And I found it interesting. I'm sorry, you guys. I heard this week that um, they arrested this guy. Um, this hush hush puppy, puppy, puppy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, and there was this. a documentary on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was a four-minute video, Operation Fox on 2. It's like, ah. not seven minutes. It's like four minutes, a young man. Not seven minutes. I, I said four minutes now. Okay, okay. I th- I th- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Why is Hush Puppy 419 now? Why is Hush Puppy? This just actually is more than pro. That's that's pro. He has gone pro. This is normal, normal for one night. Like, like I don't like plots. As in, <laughs> I know he's always like um, putting pictures, putting up pictures of her. He boldly showed it. That was what he showed up his wealth. Well, I that's... think one thing, one thing, one thing I find interesting about this was like, we Nigerians, no matter how. Um, I know sometimes we get you wrong and everything, but like I think everyone, I think at least Nigerians, knew that this guy was like a scammer. They knew. I know no one. I don't want to believe no one in Nigeria wouldn't want, wouldn't know this guy was a scammer. Yeah, like, but we had they no, knew. nothing to point. There was no to. proof, right? Yes. We don't think so he had big lost amount of money. Guys money coming from blah blah blah. Everybody knew he was four one nine shops. The person and, that showed me his Instagram told me he was four one nine. It's true, sure. Mm. No, the thing I found funny was that those Dubai police, they were crazy. They were following him on Instagram. They were following his every Are you serious? Baba yeah. didn't know now. Baba didn't know. Baba like, he post picture with Lamborghini. Dubai police will like it. They will be like, yes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> they really took their time to get him. I like it. Four months. They did research. <laughs> But the guy, anyway, maybe he wanted to be caught, don't you think? I mean, he was always posting all those photos. What was he thinking? He wanted to be caught. He was dancing around the fact of Yeah, he probably didn't want to be caught, but he wanted to. Like, people don't like having money and not showing it. Especially people that, you know, like, what, you know, there's a difference in people that have old money and people that have new money. People that have mm. old money, they've always grown up with money, so everything they do is a big deal. You know? Yeah. But people that have new money and money that they, they always want to spend on recharge. Exactly. 
It's just like in Crazy Rich, um, Rich Asians, if you watch that, they mentioned some like that Freddie book. There was yes. like a difference between old money and new money. And then like, I don't want to go into it, but yeah. People that have old money, you see them, like they look classy, elegant. They don't like try to show up or fla- be flashy. Or like new money, they're like, oh, I can afford this expensive thing. See my bag? You know, and you know the funny part? Every time he, every time he posted a picture, he always saying "Thank God." Yeah. Watch in the pool and singing, "I have decided to follow Jesus." Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Like funny enough, I didn't even know why all this um. Yeah, yeah, I think, in fact, I don't want to say because we're, I think we're deviating from the whole story. Yes, now. but the first uh, whole story, <laughs> just as that Chigetu has the attitude, yeah. So he was a smart. He's a con artist. Yeah, and like, who those knows? are the people that. Who knows if well, the story is true? But you know, so far, I believe him about that. And it's a contradiction. What do you mean? Consider the way he prays. He prays like a regular. You know, a traditional Pentecostal person. Hmm. I like that. A contradiction. Hmm. I swear. Hmm. His feet and his attitude. Yeah. Like, yes. mm-hmm. you know, I like when they were praying. When she said uh, um, she thought the prayer would be over, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Baba held on. The voice was getting louder. <laughs> do you know just like it reminds me of home? Where when we do morning prayers and then like everybody prays. So when we're about to close, not just one person prays. Like maybe my dad would be like, okay, comfort pray today. And after I pray, right? I think it's over. And then my mom prays. And then my dad prays. I don't know family members, you just be like, oh god, where, where did they bring you from? <laughs> She's my mom's friend, mom's close friend. And then she came, she woke up in the night and woke everybody up. Jesus. Hey, Omar. That day I was determined hey. not to pray. Uh, so uh, I'm going to confess uh, uh, that that day, right? Even though she woke everybody up, I refused to get up. I just pretended that I was still sleeping. And then after everybody hmm. left the room, I continued sleeping. And then when I woke up the next day, my obsina called me and said that they woke me up, woke me up. That the girl supposed to sleep like that. They haven't sleeping at all that is dead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> it was like the next day that everybody was out telling me their story of the prayer. Scary oh, prayer story. That's interesting. 
I wrote something here that I found interesting as well. Sorry. It's like, she said, I wrote, she needed somebody to talk to so she can finally end things. And she used Chinedu as a therapist because he was a good listener mm-hmm. and she paid him with food yeah. until she found out about his situation. Then, she you know. He was a good, good listener. You know, she didn't have anybody. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes we, we, just need, we just need to, like, we need somebody to bounce off ideas. Yeah. And to help us, you know, resolve stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes we know things like mental, right? But mm-hmm. doing it or, you know, just, it's not easy. So we need somebody to help us, you know, we are sure and we confirm and we are what we are Exactly. Do you guys think Abidemi inviting him to his wedding was right? I didn't feel like that was the right thing for him to do. And he even expected him to still continue with their relationship after the marriage. Like that was I feel like that yeah, was it wasn't it wasn't you right. Know, it was and also I, an abusive kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a very possessive one. There was this there was this yes, this when I was similarity between Abidemi and Udema, Udena, sorry. And Udena. Yeah. 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 So I guess yeah. Chinedu was just listening and she, she was talking about, you know, Udena and all that. And I guess because he too, he has gone through something like that. So mm. was able to just, you know, shut out basically by telling yeah. her his own story because mm-hmm. they were very, very alike. They were both toxic. They were both possessive. You know? Yeah. That's very interesting. How about the breakup? The their breakup scene, um, Udena and um, Ukamaka. When he told her that he wasn't feeling the relationship anymore, <laughs> like they were just taking like, their smoothies that? when he told them that we, we've been over for a long time now. Like, can you imagine? Like, everybody has already planned wedding dress over when they, they <laughs> found their children's name. I mean, <laughs> That's you said that the relationship was like, So if it was over for a long time, why did you end it, you know, since when you knew it was That's over? It. The beginning of it being over. Oh, wow. Okay. Guys, let's move on to the next story. Alright, so um, The Arrangers of Marriage is about um, it's the story of a young Igbo woman, Chinaza. Chinaza. Mm-hmm. And then a mm-hmm. uh, new husband. He was a is a New York based doctor. Mm-hmm. But not if, like he was still on um doing a his residence yeah. program. Yeah. So um she had had this um this idea of how their life would be when they moved to America, the kind of house mm. it would be like a normal country home or something like that. Then her first shock was when she entered the apartments and it was it was worse than a minimalist lifestyle. The dining table was crooked, the bedroom was just a mattress, just a dresser, the phone was on the floor, like it was just too crowded and too uncomfortable. So um, it was challenging for her. Um, there are a lot of things she didn't know about the guy that they didn't tell her. They didn't tell her that I, he would be a snorer. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't tell her a lot of things about marriage. 
and um, she couldn't challenge her aunt and uncle. She had been growing up with her aunt and uncle ever since her parents died. So she couldn't challenge her because um, she felt like she owed them. I think that's how they made her believe that um, they clothed her, they bought shoes for her every two years, they paid for her, her jam without even um, acknowledging what she had done for the family. So the story is basically about Chinaza's disappointment. She was disappointed in the house, she was disappointed in the area, she was disappointed in the man. She saw a man in Nigeria and the same man but a different personality when they went to America. He started having he started speaking in an accent she had never heard. He changed, his, he changed his name from his local name to Dave. Dave yeah. Suitable name. Dave Bell, yeah. For America. And then she met a girl. The girl is an American, but she chose an African name, which was confusing for her. Yeah. Her husband is an African, but he's choosing a, an American name, and here is an American who loves the African name. So it was just a lot of trouble for her. She had she learned that she had to she had to okay. speak English even at home. And she got close to Nia. She would always um, drink diet coke with Nia, and then Nia offered her a job. She told her of an opening at the Macy's store. Um, then that was when the issue of her residency came up. That was when she found out that her husband was married before to get his green card, which is a common, it was a common practice over there. But then he didn't finalize the divorce. And now he's still married, but he's not married, and it's a whole problem between him and his wife, in quotes. So which she heard that, and then she got angry. She packed her items, the ones that he didn't buy for her. She packed her own items, and she left to Nia's room. When she spoke with Nia, then she asked if Nia knew, his, knew of her husband's girlfriend, Nia confessed that she had slept with him once before, which I believe it pained her. And then she went to the window. The next day, she went back home. Her husband didn't even talk. He just let her enter the house. Okay, um, can I go first? Let me yes. go first. Um, yes, sir. First of all, I'll, I'll start by trying to fix some of Bauer's mistake in the story. Because I'm, I'm, if I were to say that, I'll have plenty butter. So, Saz, um, I think he made a mistake when, when he was saying, um, uh, I think he actually meant Nia was the one who, who changed her name to like the African name. When, yeah, uh, Nia changed her name to the African name. Yeah. Then um, it was, I think it was, I, I'm guessing it was still that evening when she packed her load to Nia's apartment that um, she went back to her husband's place. Mm -hmm. I'm just guessing. Like it I was the next evening. I, I can't remember, sir. But okay, so um, 
my issue, well, first of all, I have to talk to general question with uh, among the ladies there. Because Uzomaka, you know, I said Uzomaka, sorry, I said Uzomaka. Uh, what's her name again? Ibom, Ibom, what's, I can't pronounce the. Chinaza. Chinaza. My bad. Uh, sorry, sorry, yeah. my bad. Tina, you know, um, Tina, Tina just said um, she actually, um, she, she was in love with someone, a guy, but like the guy was younger than her and I, I think he wasn't settled. So like, my question for the ladies, yeah, he does have money. So my question for the ladies, rather, was like, is age a big deal concern for you guys when you guys are picking, um, um, I don't know, who you guys want to spend your, um, the rest of your life with and all? What do you mean by age? Do you mean younger or older? Is the guy, yeah, younger. Oh, you mean younger specifically? Yeah, younger, but like, uh, let me see, let me go with younger for now then. Uh, if I would prefer older, how old would the person be? Is your age group 10 years? I don't just know, I'm just asking questions, sir. I think everybody has their own preferences. Yeah. A little word from our sponsors. And we're back. Bono has arrived. <laughs> No, no, no. I actually um I picked the wrong wing. I picked the wrong wing. Okay. So um Timmy Timmy wanted you to be be around. So I think you were okay. answering my question though. Yeah. Oh I was just I was saying that like each person is different based on preference to get. I've met people that girls right we're talking about girls specifically right so i've met girls that yeah. do not want to marry anybody older than two years like anybody that is two years older than them like more than two years older than them and lots of people don't, that don't want that are not interested in younger guys at all so um there's no general rule or law or preference No, that's all. Do you want to know like our personal preference? Because that's like another question. Oh no, I'll 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 probably ask for that, but like I think this is book club, book club. Probably like personal or private. <laughs> do you, do you like uh, an older uh, person, Osaho? Sorry. You like an older person? Who me? Oh no, we're getting we're getting all personal. For me, I don't my um personally. <laughs> Oh wait, wait, now wait. Like personally, I don't. I really think for me, I I believe like age is just a number. So like older, younger, I really don't mind age mate, age mate. But like if I was given a choice to choose, I'll probably pick probably age mate. I don't know. Right. Well, I generally I Are you don't serious? mind. You prefer age mate to younger? Yeah, I, I just pick. I just Why? no like age. I mean age mate, like age bracket. Let me say age bracket rather. So like. Mm -hmm. So like it will take five years. I, I mean five or three years. Oh. I think well, he means he, like or two years or one year. No, oh, he said age bracket. So age bracket yeah, means you're adding like, or you know subtracting. Plus or minus yeah, three years. years. Plus or minus three. I think probably two, two, three. But that's my like personal preference. One is closer to his age. That's what he means by age brackets. That's why we're I'm saying. young, girl. I, I, wait, 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 I'm young. Let me, let me, let me put that out. We're all young. <laughs> Nobody's old. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's what I'm right saying. Like, <laughs> but, like, my age yeah, two, three years. Like, because, like, I, when, why ask the question? Like, I, most of the females I've met, or like, ladies, rather, they're all, um, they can't do with someone who's younger. I'm like, 
I really don't get the whole younger stuff. Like, why can't you be someone who is younger than you? Like, as long as the person has sense and is smart and is at least it's well to do. Preference, exactly. Just like how some people like black girls, some people like fair girls, some people like girls with boobs, some people like girls with ass. It's preference. Hmm. Can't disregard mm-hmm. another person's now preference. Now that you, not yours. What you just said reminded me of what this guy said. That he said that he liked light skin because she was fair. That made me angry. <laughs> light skin babies in the US so they can survive. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah because they are more favored than dark skin. Every small thing he'll be like, Oh, we drink our tea without milk and Oh sugar. god. I hate it. He kept saying I'm that so one. <laughs> oh, I hated when she could not cook. Our we, food. we call it um, light. Like, we call it cookies, not biscuits. Ah, as in, elevate or not biscuits. Let's go have pizza. He said you have to like pizza in America. Everybody likes pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I say now. Wow. You, do you remember the problem? It was jabbing. I think the Spanish um family mm-hmm. that came in and was speaking. And I was like, funny. "Yo, it's a dialect. Like, why can't you be free?" Ah, God, I'm missing. Like, he said, okay, let's fun. not cook food that smells to the neighbors so that they will not yes. know that we make foreign food. Like, cooking. You are foreign. She was really, really disappointed. By trying to be somebody, somebody else. else. That's, that's when he wrong. said that we overcook our meals. As in, what about well, them? I, Maybe they want to cook their own and we know better. Yeah. Why not think yeah. that way? I think he was, he was, and I found it weird between him and Shelly and him. Maybe Shelly is the person he married. Yeah, I, I have that feeling that like, yeah, it's pretty strange. They have an affair. Like, I feel the way she was the one. Mm-hmm. That's because she's the only white person that we met in the book. No, the way she was like, no, 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 no I said why this, this, like, this thing is broken or something was broken in her apartment. The way she was talking, I don't know. Yeah, yeah repair, man. and the time That's when he came back was also said like 30 minutes later or is he an hour when did he come back it was just suspicious and, he, and he and he didn't even finish with me when he came back like mm-hmm. ah, she was i, I believe right. okay so my own take in this is that i i, I think we just said it for sure i believe she was really really disappointed and the topic actually made me laugh and she, the way she said like arrangers of marriage i don't know it was mm-hmm. as if she was being sarcastic or angry yeah. that the arrangers of marriage look at what they've done they didn't see what is inside they didn't see the fact that the guy had little or no furniture yeah. they see the fact that the guy was snoring they see the fact that the guy changed his name to the bell they didn't see the fact that the guy was married before they know, didn't know so anything so about so the so guy they didn't know anything yeah, yeah. But I was a doctor. Yeah, it was a doctor. Exactly. It wasn't really a like, doctor. Yeah, like, they didn't even know that it was a rest. It was still undergoing residency. Like, they don't I know didn't. Even, I said, doctor. You, you know how you know Nigerians can be now? Even if you are, you are doing medicine, the first year, you're already a doctor, technically. <laughs> They'll start calling you doctor, doctor, doctor. They expect you to know what to do when as someone soon as right you get, of you. <laughs> as soon as you enter, you get into school to study medicine. Medicine, exactly. You're a doctor. It's the same with engineering. Like, you're an engineer as long as even though you have to wait four years after graduating to and get the worst part, engineer. And the worst part, 
I just felt like they won't even mind your profession. Like if you're a chemical or electrical or mechanical engineer, you have to go. Like, like the gents in my house, and then the next thing is engineer. Come and check it. I'm like, even if you're doing something like that, cement. I deal with sand and stone. I don't deal with machine. True. Yeah, so <laughs> but I think I think the main part. I think um I just feel like the main part of the story was like telling we young people that we shouldn't rush into because like how she arranged like I know this I'm pretty sure they arranged marriages in some part of the country and everything. But like she, 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 she was she was she was given yeah but like she was actually just given two weeks tops to know the guy mm. literally and they said it's enough time. They said it's enough time. How how in the world would you do um cut you for like two weeks? Like did they cut? I really just came to get married. I don't think she even met him before the wedding day. Exactly. The guy came to arrange the marriage already or something. The wedding, I mean. Do you speak sure? For that reason, yeah. Definitely. That's actually how a lot of marriages happen, especially if somebody stays abroad and wants to marry like a, you know, a local girl. I watched a Nigerian film about this guy. He doesn't stay abroad. He says, I think he was staying in Lagos. And then he called his mom. And he told he told his best friend that he can never marry a village, a a city girl. That's how he said. <laughs> I remember that. city girl. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god, dumb wife, that's the name of the Nigerian film. Yeah. So he says he can never marry a city girl. That city girls are um that they sleep around and one of them is a virgin, that they all they're all a shower, blah blah blah. They don't know how to cook, that they like doing them um, this thing to split the bill. That is a man that needs a village girl. He needs somebody that worship him like a god, somebody that is obedient and will listen to him. So it's called, he called, he was dating this girl. He met one of his friends that he knew in school. And then he was dating her. And that one really liked him. She used to come and come to his house almost every day. And he, he just thought that she was clinging. So one day she was like, okay, that, um, let's go out and eat. And he was like, ah, ah, I have money. I bought all the ingredients. I have everything in my house. Why should we go out and eat? Why should I still spend money on eating? She's like, okay, don't worry. It's my treat. Ah. He now took it personal. Mm. He was so angry. Oh, Your treats. Are you saying I don't have money? <laughs> so, Yisha, he didn't even tell her when that he was going to. He didn't tell her that he has already told his mother to find him a wife. So the mother found him a wife in the village. After searching through, like you see the way the woman was walking through the village, looking for a wife for her son, and saying that no woman is that is good enough for her son. She shall finally found some puppy person. She knows that this um, girl, she's not smart at all. She's obedient, but she's not smart at all. So, and she doesn't, she, she, she only likes to eat. So she and now, she doesn't have, she has about once a month or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so he now told, he now said that, um, since his mother has found a wife, he's going to be to pick up the wife. He didn't tell that girlfriend. He told her that he'd be gone for a month. So he went, picked up that girl, brought her back to the house. And then he said, okay, during the first day they met, it was like, the first day they were eating in the house, I was like, okay, so um, I know we just met each other, blah, 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 blah. So what are your hobbies? He said, eating. <laughs> 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 
nonsense guy. Yes, everything you said throughout just made me angry. Made me upset. Correcting her English as if the American people have the English. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like it was just. She could not. She was not free. She could not say what she wanted to say. She could not speak her language. Even the English she was speaking, exactly. Even the English she was speaking, it was saying no. That's not the right thing. Say this one instead of that one. But my favorite part and line in this um, this thing was like when she was describing the the room. Yeah. When she was describing the room, and then she was like, <clears throat> the bigger bedroom had a bed and dresser and a phone on carpeted floor. Still, both rooms lacked a sense of space, as though the walls had become uncomfortable with each other. It's so little <laughs> between them. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that was like a funny description. I like right. how, like, in most of her books, she always has this line that personalizes um, that makes you know inanimate things come alive you know give them yeah. yeah i really like the way she writes honestly i think i found it so funny how she was she ate the pizza and she was like oh the tomatoes are not cooked well i don't know <laughs> it made me wonder like <laughs> do people really feel that that's very. That's a very interesting. I found that very interesting. Yeah, take, yeah. I to, when I read when I read that, so I had to remember the taste of <laughs> of <laughs> tomato in pizza. I had to actually try and remember that. Does that mean is it undercooked like she said or something? So it's also funny. Maybe it was more fresh tomato taste kind of vibe mm-hmm. than like maybe when it's cooked. Yeah. It's like different. You know, we fry our tomatoes, so yeah. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Very interesting. Are you guys ready for the next story? Okay, next story. Um, the oh. story was kind of like into the mind of a psychopath. Yes. You know, and it was talking about family rivalry. Sibling rivalry. That was like, okay. So, she, um, the girl, she was 10 when she killed her brother. Uh-huh. And she just knew she wanted him gone. So the story was talking about, they made reference to 18 years later. This was when her grandma died and she came back to where she had killed her brother. In. But from the beginning, I began to kind of suspect that she killed her brother, right? But they didn't exactly tell us she killed her brother until the end. But I was, and I kept, whenever I thought, okay, did she kill her brother? I was like, Comfort, are you a dark person? Have you become so twisted and so, you know, cynical? Maybe. That <laughs> you believe that this 10-year-old girl killed her brother. But, like, all the hints were kind of there, Sha. They just kept saying no. Sha, the point was, her brother, the, her brother was 10, and um, she had this cousin, Dozier. But, like, everybody treated her brother like he was a god. The grandma liked the brother, treated the brother better because she felt that because the brother was the one that was going to take the family lineage, right? And was going to inherit the family lineage. And even though she had another grandson, she felt that that one was her daughter's child. So he wasn't 
exactly her blood. It wasn't directly her blood. And mm. she, she felt she was the better climber, but her grandmother treated her the best. Treated the brother the best. Showed the brother how to do everything. Like all the good things, showed the brother how to do. Everything that was good, the brother would take from his first. Even though there was Doze there. Doze was older than him. And so she, she there was this um, snake that, I've forgotten the lady name for it, but he said in 10 minutes, like once the snake bites, in 10 minutes, the person will be dead. And so she tricked her brother. She knew that she wanted her brother gone because also her, her mom, see, her mother used to come to the ghost. Used to go both to body rooms, but she she's always laughing whenever she comes to the room. Point is, she knew that everybody liked her brother better than her, and she felt that if her brother doesn't die, she was not going to be able to survive. Like nobody was going to you know care about her, and so she treats her brother to climb the to the tallest tree. And when he was at the height, like when he was you know at the top of the tree, and she knew that branches were rich, she now shouted that there was a snake and so he fell down and died right. and then she planned it with her cousin by telling him that she did she, she didn't say she wanted to kill the brother she said she just wants him to not be perfect anymore like if he's not perfect anymore then everybody would like both of them better her brother was also seemingly her first crush even though her cousin was also seemingly her first crush you know um, the way they described it, I don't know what they were doing, experimenting on each other. Banana and tomato. Yeah, they were experimenting with each other. And the both of, despite the fact that both of them knew exactly what happened, nobody said anything. So when she went back to um, to America, when she went back to the US with her mom, after the brother died, after the brother was buried, the mom now asked her what happened. She now liked the mom that was grandma's fault. That hey. grandma made him climb to the distance. She shall lied. And then the mother was like that. Divorced the husband because of the whole stuff and said that they're never going back to Nigeria. But she could, like, there were hints of, you know, that the grandma, and she made it seem like the boy not die this brother didn't die immediately but everybody knew that the guy died like the brother died immediately so the woman was struggling to believe she just wanted to believe that her daughter was innocent and what she said was right i guess she was more afraid to lose both children considering that she has lost one child and then you know the realization that your other child killed your Child, yeah, the only child you have is one that killed the one that died. That must be something you know really had to take. So yeah. nobody wanted to believe that she was this thing because she was a child. Anyway, so um, then they talked about Dozier too. They didn't really you know talk about Dozier per se. After that happened, the only time she spoke to Dozier was when he called her to say that the grandma was dead and whether she wanted to come. But the story was mostly centered on maybe drifting between what happened and what was going on now. And right now grandma is dead. So and we can discuss now. Well, just so 
the dossier guy was having nightmares and he looked at her and he was like do you have nightmares about this guy and she's like no and he walked away like i think he was scared at that point and this no, is you're, this you're really scared, inside was he, was he angry disappointed i don't know i feel like it was like so i'm the only one that is suffering for what you did mm. that's a good take hmm Wow. It was and like I, I didn't. She was one that made him die. Yet mm-hmm. she was not having nightmares. He just eighteen years. She slept like a baby. Yeah, okay, so she I mentioned think... some things. She she felt some guilt. I think they mentioned some things. I, 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 I okay about the ho ho ho. Um, I think probably that that would be the ho 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 laugh. Her mom usually does for her brother. So, but I, I it's it's kind of disturbing, Sha. Because like even when he fell. I think um, they actually waited for some time before they now. They waited. Yeah, they waited for some time. She watched the body. I was die. like, God, at such a young age, like who does that? And I think funny. I think to like to the end of the book, they didn't even tell um, anyone about the secret hand, the guy. How do you even say? Like, what would was, they say? What would they say? I killed my brother. Tell anybody? Or I watched her kill her brother. Was like and the mother the mother was had lost it she joined the commune she shaved her head and she was you know in a whole you know lost her mind i would say because she was not normal again after the whole thing the father went to tanzania everywhere it was just strange it was just psychotic like, yeah, I was just saying, the heights of sibling rivalry. You would think that family would be, you know, um, the people to protect you and to love you no matter what. But, you know, I think um, familial love or familial relationship has like two ends to it. You guys either love each other, that right? no matter what happens, they're going to, you know, always be there. You're always going to care for the person, even if the person is a bad person or does bad stuff. But because of that, ties, they're going to love the person. And on the other hand, if you guys don't like to like, if there's maybe some sort of jealousy, envy, or hate, you get, mm. it's going to be on an extreme level to the extent that killing is not off the table. I mean, look at Pin and Ezel. Okay, mm. I used to watch all these. Um, I used to watch all these Chinese historical dramas, and like the guy, the king Jujai has a harem, so he has like lots of wives. Because you know, they always say, um, I th- I've forgotten this in the say, but it says the king, the emperor has nine thousand wives or nine thousand kids. I can't remember, but he has his queen. He has there's a queen or there's an empress, and then there. Are concubines, there's the noble concubine, you know, different each of them have their different things, but then they all have children and whenever they have children, there was always a bloody war over who should take over the throne you get? there was no new dynasty that was ever peaceful you get? ever so peaceful, very rare peaceful dynasty, change of dynasties, right, and I figured that all of these things happened because they were not bloody related but then there were also some stories about blood-related brothers fighting it out. Like, you know, sometimes it's not like um, 
the two of them fight against each other. Just one person feels like the other person should not deserve it. And so use the fact that the brother loves him or doesn't think he can do anything or use the fact that there's a familiar relationship to get rid of that brother. Usually as a return, the result of intense, you know, envy and jealousy. And so I just, I'm not sure exactly who's at fault in the sense that was that, was it that, was it a gene thing? Like, was the person born like that? Was it a result of maybe some lack of, you know, some compassion gene or something like that? Or was it the parents' fault as they did not share their love equally? They make one person feel more important than the other. And this, you know, resulted in everything. Like, I guess I can't exactly say it's anybody's fault because, well, life happens. But the point is, when stuff like this happens, you want to assign blame. You want to know how to not do it so it doesn't happen to you or people around you. So you can recognize it. So I was thinking about so many things as I read the story. Can somebody, you know, comment? I mean, I've watched this movie. I'm trying to recall. I don't know if it's New Amsterdam or whatever. And there was this girl in it, and she used to harm her brother, like if he doesn't do the things she wanted. And it was like, I forgot what he diagnosed her with, but it was like a whole psychotic thing that that showed that she could be a serial killer in the future, something like that. So I don't know. Maybe there are cases that that could trigger. I don't know. I don't really know. Just, you know, the Holy Spirit will hopefully walk through. You're talking like Chinedu now. Because I don't know. I just don't know. It was, I didn't expect it. I was so surprised. I was, wow. I feel, I feel, um, first of all, um, I don't say everyone has this inact ability or innate ability. Anyone. But like, I believe parents or grandparents should actually take note, note, notice of all this stuff. Do you get? That's like right now, we're all blaming somebody. the girl and everything. I, it's, we're not it's blaming her. Nobody's blaming her. We're trying to understand what happened. Nobody blamed well, anybody. There's nobody to blame. While we're trying to understand, <laughs> while we're trying to Me, understand I'm saying this, who should be blamed. Me, I need uh-huh. somebody to blame. Oh, who? Is, who oh, you are looking for okay, somebody to say, blame. And no, I'm not saying that. There's exactly. I'm just saying. We have to be able to track these things in order to correct it. If we just say, oh, that's life, that's how it happens. So, does that mean that it can just happen to anybody and there's nothing you can do about it? That's just. I guess just, we can try and treat people equally as much as we yeah, can. I don't know how equal that would be. I know me too. I also favor some people. I have my favorite cousins, even in the midst of the same house. But yeah, you, you can you try to spread box. the love. Yeah. You know, give yeah. the same thing. But you don't leave openly. You try not to leave You don't leave anybody out. That's don't leave anybody thing. out. Yeah. Give the same thing to everybody. It's best you buy all of them the same thing and buy only one present. Buy the same sweets. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, same flavor. Honestly, <laughs> I kind of felt our pain. <laughs> so there's this episode of private practice. So private practice comes as a side. Oh, of course. Form. Grey's Anatomy. Of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Ah. So. <laughs> yeah. The longer the longer we tell you, my friend. 
So the point is, there was this case where um, there were twins, and they had they both had a disease. I've forgotten what disease was, but um, they needed the um, blood from the what do you call that stuff again? The cord, the umbilical cord. Yeah, of like somebody with their blood child. So the parents decided to give birth to another child to save the children. I forgot what oh, wow. they had. I think it was a it was a blood disease child. And so they gave birth to this child. And as soon as the child was born, right, they were more interested in getting the blood and hmm. than the child. That child is no more human to them then. She's now a blood uh, bank. <laughs> and then and then they, they only they could only use the blood from the umbilical cord, and the blood was now turned out to not be enough, and it was only enough for one child. Hey. And they had twin girls, and their cases were relatively the same, so the doctors could not make the decision on who to give. So now it was up to the parents to decide which child to save. Can they share it and hope that both of them survive? <laughs> no, they can't share it. They either give both um, give one person or both of them will die. And that's so a very mom, terrible position. The mom was be. like that. She would rather the both children die than yeah. pick one child. It's best that both yeah. of them die. Jesus Christ! How can you say she should just keep the children? <laughs> Maybe. It's no, better no, because whenever you see that one child, you always think of the other. It, no, just, no, no, no. I think, I think, I think what to do there is like, I think probably you let the kid decide for themselves. That's, yeah, that's a good that one. Too. What do you but mean, let the kid like, decide for themselves? The, the, the kids we arm wrestle for their life. They're like, like six. <laughs> no, <laughs> you might never know. Yeah, you might never know, though. Probably. Come again. They are six. Yeah. They're like, they're like, you know, around that, they are toddlers, yeah. They're like, okay, no, they're not toddlers, they're children. So they can be like four to seven. Twin girls, fine girls like this. You can't do any mini man anymore. Now, wow, your children, we didn't tumbo tumbo, eh? The father, as in, I was saying, like, both of them, there you guys were now saying. The father said, the father picked a, a <laughs> child. Picked he picked one. his favorite child for them Aww. to save. And the mother was like, what? How can you do that? You can't do You should not give the blood to anybody, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Pick one, Shad. There's nothing wrong with picking one. If you have somebody you really want to be, But that's like, wow. But that's like a very serious, tough decision to make. It's and very then, tough. Mm-hmm. Nobody should be in that position. And then what, sir? Yeah, and there was this other case in Grey's Anatomy. This one was actually was like in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, this Wait, they give it person. to anybody? Sorry. Oh, yeah, they, they gave it to one of the girls. Oh, oh dear. They actually mm-hmm. picked one. Yeah. I think the one got sicker. Oh, okay. And they had to give it to one. Oh, that's a better decision. And, okay. So there was this um, case on Grey's Anatomy where the girl was sick. She was always doing several things. She was always doing very harmful things because she had a sister that could give her body parts apparently she was 
um, they gave birth to the younger sister because they needed something, whether they needed her, she needed a body part from Harsha. So oh since then, she has always been donating a bit, what they call that thing again, her body parts to her sister. Is that going to do one dangerous thing? And then that one will have to give her a body part. Can you imagine? I'm not, I'm not joking. This one, she went to go and do, I forgot what she went to do. She, the sister now needed a kidney. And so the way she was talking, so like she had, she was laughing self-deprecating. You know this kind of laughter? So what was I? So she would always, she was laughing and talking about how she had given all her body parts to her sister. And one more body part is like, her kidney was like the only thing she hadn't given to her. And she figured one, um, one way or the other she was going to give her sister one of her kidneys. Wow. <laughs> and I was just thinking, what does what kind of thing would that do to a, a child's psychology? You know? As in I'm just a body part donator. <laughs> organ donator. What do you call them? There's actually mm. a word. There's no, a word for a child that you give Don't know, yeah. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, there's oh, a word for it. She called herself it, but I just kind of about the word is Yeah. That's a sad life to live. Does someone back? Okay. Yeah. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, Are you guys ready to go to the next story? You want to discuss this in further detail? The next story. I think they attend something historian. I can't. I don't have my book here, so I can't. Savior sibling. That's the word. The headstrong historian. Headstrong historian. Yeah. Umangba, right? Her, her husband died, and she really loved her husband. Like to even marry. Like she's usually a headstrong person, and to even marry her husband. Like she just felt like they were connected. She was like their chi was connected or something. So even though they've been having like miscarriages in their family, she was like, you know what, still, I'll still marry him. Like I love him and it's all going to work out for all of us. So she went to meet her father, you know, she was like, dad, this is the guy I want to marry. So her dad was now like, oh, instead of her like causing trouble later, let her marry this guy. So she married him. He was beautiful. You know, their relationship was really nice. But he had these two cousins who were jealous of him and she had been noticing it since before they got married. And she was not so um the husband prospered, had land, everything, got like a title and all, and then suddenly he died. And she felt it in her spirit that these cousins were responsible. But before then she struggled to have a child and she finally gave birth to a son. I forget the son's name. It's a very long name. Which I did not write down, but it starts with Anu something, I believe. Anikwenwa. Anikwenwa. Yeah. Anikwenwa. Yeah. Yeah. So that was his name. And, you know, she she had to raise him, but the cousins were trying to take everything from her, her land, you know, her farm. They were using things. They even took the title away when the husband died. So, like, these white people were coming, and she had these friends. Okay, before then, she had already tried to look for a woman that would marry her husband with her and be a second wife. But her husband did not agree. And even though she tried to do it behind his back, she was able to conceive before that happened. So before then, she had a friend that she used to be talking to about those type of things. And she used to meet her at the river. 
and the friend was telling her about this white people that came and her friend was like from a slave descent so her friend could not have um her friend could not have like some access to some things that she had so her friend said she sent her son to the white people to like be raised by the missionaries so she she wasn't her friend was not stressing that she also does the same thing she was like oh i don't know but she thought about it that if he grows up and he's educated he can come back and get the land from the cousins so she had been telling him this is the land that your grandfather gave your father blah 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 she was showing him around so she sent him to the missionary school and they were training him at first beating him and if he doesn't learn they will like flog them and stuff he didn't like the school he was like i don't have to apparently they didn't wear cutting clothes so i don't know i think he was even around naked i don't know but he now said wearing like he had to wear like cutting clothes to school he's started noticing that his mom's breast was exposed before he didn't notice her nakedness before so it was like he went there and ate the apple and you know his eyes were open. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that they were naked so he started wearing the clothes and you know said going to school he liked it before you know what was happening this guy became what did he become he's not kidding he became a cat kiss yes so he became a cat kiss he became like um a very top person in their in their uh in the missionary and he 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 started looking down on her customs you on know her he food. Didn't, on her food you know he didn't like he wasn't participating in things she was also participating as a, as a boy in that space and just that kind of abandoned their culture to embrace you know the white man's culture changed his name to michael that thing we we talked about in questions for that came back again where they told him that told them that their name was too healing to be used as a baptismal name do you recall when we did that in questions for Ada? yes and we're like i don't know how this could happen so yeah i thought about that when she mentioned that again so to so hear two different authors talk about it i have you know i've been wondering about that so his name was now michael you know he left his Igbo name didn't care about it didn't care about his culture again you know sent his children to like okay got, got a wife made her go through like a whole training with the missionary gave her a new name i forgot her name that he Sorry, gave her maybe can i say something before we like while we're on the wife the part yeah. about me was when they said that they there was a school to train somebody to be a good christian wife yes you can imagine so she had to go to that school like i don't even get what they taught her they just taught her and changed her name you know changed her name to one white sounding name agnes i, I don't like that name at all yeah. Agnes, that's the name they gave her. So they left. She too, she had problem conceiving, and eventually, you know, she got a child. Like she was pregnant for a child, and when the woman saw this child, she was like, mm, "The spirit of my husband has not come back into this one." So they had another child. She, she was even going to her own um, priest where she was praying for them to have a child separate. So. They now had this child. This child, Afami Funa. Is he Afami Funa? Afam something. So Afam, Afam that they had. Afam, she was like the husband yeah, has come back. Afam Is he Afami Funa? Afami. Yeah. I have a friend named Afami Funa. That's why I thought of that name. Yeah, so, that's... so she was like, 
my husband has come back into this one and this one you could see that she was interested in her grandma's culture she was interested in like what was happening and how it happened even though she was going to school so when your mom was about to die she was like i need to see her for me for now call her for me and they were like no she's in school blah, blah, blah. so that one now came back and they had a talk and they held her hand so after me for now went to university her father called her grace she went to university and she was studying chemistry she had to change it to history because she heard about one guy that wrote about history and he, and he wrote it in a very he didn't write the history in, in a very accurate way so she like, said he said that she she changed to history because they and they said that why should african history be part of Wayek? why should they add it to the Wayek? exactly so, yeah so that's what the guy said. So she was like, okay, I'm going to document my people's history. So she changed to history and she wrote about, you know, the the East, people of the East, the Southern East. And she wrote about, you know, their lives and their culture and everything and documented everything. And that's why she changed. And she kept remembering her grandmother every step of the way. She even went to change her name officially to Afame Funa. Because her name, her first name was Grace. She went to go and change it in um, the courts so that she can have that as her first that she loved her culture embraced her culture you know and she didn't discard who she was when she even tried to get married she now had this guy who i think went to king's college london or something and he was always shot talking was it king's college london? she went to one school in london and he was talking about how you know you know his people and you know he had his own way of doing things kind of like that guy in in the story that was drinking tea without milk that's how this one was behaving so so we have another black tea drinker so um that one wanted to abandon her culture and do you understand how, how, how important her work was so she divorced him and you know lived a happy life writing about her people so that's the end of the story i recall yeah, there were some interesting things, some provoking uh-huh. things in the story. Like, uh-huh. okay, there was this part where um, page 162 said, Grace put down her school bag, inside of which was a textbook, the chapter called the, Pacific- the Pacification of the Primitive Tribes of Southern Nigeria. Huh. It was Grace who had read about these savages, titillated, titillated, titillated by their curious and meaningless customs, not connecting them to herself until Mm. her teacher, Sister Maureen, told her she could not refer to the call and response her grandmother had taught her as poetry. Because primitive tribes did not have poetry. Hey! You know, it's so interesting because we had our own culture before the white person or white people came and claimed mm. that we didn't have any culture. They claimed yeah. they didn't have culture because it wasn't like their own culture. And things could not function here properly because they instilled their own way of doing things that would benefit them, not benefit us. And that's why we struggled to do so many things. They made, oh my goodness, they tried to force these people to learn their languages, took them as uneducated. Nobody had their own way of education. And, exactly. you know, forced them into white collar jobs, trying to like do things. They were, they, they were employed in their own way. They could feed. They, they could like function. Their societies function. But they made this society function in a way that would benefit them and profit they are different countries and then they can now now they are looking down on us as if no they're not the ones who broke down what was already functioning so i mean it's a whole struggle now 
mm-hmm. to like try to get everything yeah. back. But there were, honestly, yeah. a lot of things were messed up. There were a lot yeah. of things that you know. Okay, apart from that, there was also the part where they were talking about that whole her changing her course. It was Grace who, as one of the few women at the University College in Ibadan in 1950, would change her degree from chemistry to history after she mm. heard while drinking tea at the home of a friend the story of Mr. Boyega, mm-hmm. eminent Mr. Boyega, a chocolate-skinned Nigerian, educated in London, distinguished mm. expert on the history of the British Empire, had resigned in disgust when the West African Examination Council began talking of adding African history to the curriculum. Because he was appalled that African history would even be considered a subject. Grace would ponder the story for a long time with great sadness and it would cause her to make a clear link between education and dignity. Between yeah. the hard, obvious things that were printed in books and the soft, subtle things that lodged themselves into the soul. Mm. That was a perfect description. Perfect description. The difference between education and dignity. You are trying to like embrace a new culture and then you're forgetting who you are. And at the end of the day, who, who are you? Those people, you are not them. So who are you at the end of the day? Just an imitation. And it's just ridiculous, you know, trying to trade with your culture that has all this meaning. It's all like putting everything down. People that are educated. I just, I'm very passionate about this because I want people, to, I, I, I'm curious about the stories of old. Before, you know, people leave. I want to know what was happening, like what it was like to leave. You know, I've been asking some questions too about that as well. I'm getting some answers. You know, what it was like to leave before the um, colonial times. How we're really functioning. Like, you know, because we had our own um, trade system, you know, and it's just... It just really hurts me, you know, because a lot of things have been like whitewashed. I saw something on social media and they were showing the Egyptians of old, like in pictures and in like movies, they always show them as white people. But actually the Egyptians of old were black, like they're Africans. You know, they built a huge civilization and they are, you can see on their walls as they documented that they're actually black and in their sculptures as well. You know, I even heard that the the things, the nose was cut off because the nose was not a pointed nose. It was actually a nose, you know, just like the regular African's nose. So I just had, I just, I don't feel off. <sighs> Let me just stop It's sad though, because I think it was just today that I saw a video of a woman referring to something like this. And she was saying something about that the white man has actually, I would like to say, they've, written history to favor them yeah yeah they've written history to favor them they wrote exactly because because and because they they all have put it they wrote in such a way that they were the center of it all that if you get to a place exactly that if you get to a place that as far as the white man just got there that place just existed there was Mm -hmm. nothing there before there was nobody there before you know Mm -hmm. the beginning of them by the time they stepped their foot on that place. We all know the story of America now. Native mm-hmm. Americans were there first. So because, is it Columbus, right? Set his foot there, you know, it was discovered. It was discovered. Nothing happened, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened before th- that time. Everything that happened was crap. 
you yeah, know it was all barbarian. that part was not exactly mm. that that part was not it's not their business nobody's business people don't need to know what was going on then but but the fact that the white man got there that was when everything started that was when history actually mm. began which was really really sad and you know and it's really good now that people are now trying to you know find their roots you know know that i think everybody is now aware about the fact that you know there, there are certain people there were certain people there before the white man the white man came and that you know they are now in they are now curious as to what their roots are you know it's not i think it's not too long that people are now really um curious about their ancestries and all mm-hmm. that they really want to know where yeah. they are from what used to happen then and when i used to watch all those videos about things like that sometimes it makes me cry you know it's really really yeah. nice to see that oh they've you know been able to get connected to their roots yeah so. the best part i liked about this book was when grace changed her name yeah to now. Now, I don't know if anybody has read Chino Achebe's books, but while reading this particular story, this particular story, this particular story gave me Chino Achebe vibes. Mm. Yes. I really felt that Chino Achebe's writing in this book, especially when it comes Mm. to culture. Mm. I feel the way they infiltrated us was through the children. They took them to school while they were at the developing age. Mm. You know, um, before he left, it was while he was developing, his brain was just developing, and they put their own methods into his brain. And then he came back to the village and thought of the methods as archaic, as evil. Mm. Turned his nose up to different things. Yes, to exactly. So I, I just, I feel this book was about cultural appreciation. Yeah, don't forget your identity. Yeah. I wrote I here, mean, I said, don't be was so disappointed in Okay, sorry. Oh, no, I'm yeah, she was. Oh, I wrote here, like, don't be so captivated by another man's culture that you lose yourself in the process. That's what I wrote in my book. I was like... Don't forget, like, who you are and who you've been. You know, all these things are all shiny. They brought mirrors. They brought, like, new guns. They brought, they brought these, new, you know, things to pass new, new things. But we've, we had our own functioning thing. We don't need guns or mirrors. We could see ourselves everywhere to see it. Do you remember that um, court argument about um, land? Mm. The right owner lost the land because he could not speak their language. He could not speak their language, yeah. And imagine. Wow. Huh? Well, leave. Yeah. I, I, so I, because I, I of think... that, she wanted her son to actually go there in the first place. Because she, I think yeah. she didn't want her, her son to go. Yes, because of those three reasons. That was why. It was just mainly because of the land. She didn't want her son to... She didn't want her son's right to bypass him. Yeah, she didn't want him to be taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. If she had known that it would come to this, she would have... I I loved her relationship with her husband. Yes. Even though they didn't, you know, talk so much about it. But, like, they talked about how, you know, how sure she was that their relationship was destined. 
Yeah. So interesting. Well, at least we know now. Let's not forget our culture, wherever we are. No matter how many degrees we bag, we like get 15. Don't shall forget you know, your people and your culture. And don't turn your nose up to things. You know, it's just remember it's I, kind of, I, think... I remember that story. Sorry. I remember that thing questions for that when the person came back and they were turning their nose up. I think forgetting that their father was a farmer in your State or something like that. Yes, yes, then, yes, yes. Like, questions for and then the person came back and I was speaking English and looking down on people speaking English looking as down well. Looking taxi driver. Yeah. Language. Yeah, mm-hmm. forgetting that your father is a farmer in New York. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. Timmy, were you saying something? Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, um, when you said something about, you know, not forgetting our culture and all that, it just reminded me about the story, the the um, arrangers of marriage that we, we read about the uh-huh. yeah. the husband. Yes, and he needed to change his name, you know. Uh, that's Dave them. Hen, not cooking certain, yeah, exactly, Dave Bell to Dave Bell. I mean, really, has his name where, where, to Dave Bell. Where? Dave Bell. <laughs> Like he has come like, no, I don't even know. He completely destroyed Dave. Yes. Way. I can't even understand. It was so far. Where did the Dave come from? Where did the bell come from? <laughs> I mean, the other one, the woman Dave had an English name or something. Mm-hmm. If, it, if Dave was his middle name, now we understand. But my annoyance was the bell. My annoyance was the bell. Completely like, off. Like, where? That's a new person you created right there. You should mm-hmm. if you kept if you if you okay, let's say first name if you want and you want people to have to way to pronounce it or something, it's fine. Okay, Dave, whatever your last name, I think it's for delay or something. I've forgotten his last name. So Dave that you know understand, okay, it's not bad. Many people have like different last names, but Bell. Ah <laughs> well, I think the bell came from him marrying the white woman, I believe. That's why it, I thought. So he took a name. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I just remember that part basically because he, like that, was trying to basically please the white man. Uh, okay, yeah, he wanted to become the white man, not please. Exactly. Become. Because he said, This is how we do it here. We say cookies, we say elevators. Everybody likes pizza, you know. Don't cook food that is, you know, has a weird smell. So it's. Can we call that one also like whitewashing, like brainwashing? Mm. Basically? Oh, that was voluntary whitewashing. They did not beg him. Mm. This one did not come. Exactly. <laughs> because, <laughs> 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 he felt that was the only way because I've heard, yeah, because I've heard stories about, I think some, I heard the story somewhere that this woman, she, because I think she was in the UK and she was, you know, job searching and all that so she had to remove as in put um an english name on her cv on her resume because mm. it's your name that will come up first so yeah. They, yeah so she 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 put her english name after that i think before she didn't put her english name and she wasn't really getting you know much callbacks yeah. on, on the mm. job and all that so when she added that english name something changed you know they were calling her for interviews you know so i'm like I've heard things I agree. like that. The bias, the bias exists. That's the truth. The bias exists. But nobody mm. is biased against your last name. You know, if you could have kept the last name. 
for the bias exit for first name, I agree with that. You get more job calls if you are going for a job abroad if your first name is English. It's also interesting. Mm-hmm. But this guy voluntarily wanted to be somebody else. I don't know. And um, the other guy too that this girl married as well. The British guy. It's just interesting, Sha. Yeah. There's one there's one part I loved in this particular the headstrong historians. Yeah. Um when he came back from school, there's this part, yeah, yeah it is. He told her to tie a wrapper around her chest instead of her waist. Yeah. Yeah. Because her yeah. nakedness was sinful. Yeah. She looked at him yeah. amused by his earnestness, but worried one nonetheless. And asked, this is the part I like. She asked why he had only just begun to notice her nakedness. Yeah. Mm. He went to school to eat the apple. That's what happened. So. Exactly. Thank you. Like, that apple was <laughs> was what came to my mind immediately that he had eaten the forbidden fruit. It's just interesting. But I'm glad that somebody in their generation still caused a change that would make it like a huge impact. Um, yeah. you know, that's that's huge. That's huge. Is Osaho still here? I've not heard his voice so. Hey, Osaho. Hello, I'm still here. I'm, th- I'm thinking of what I'll eat. Sorry. Hey, well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, we're about to close. Does anybody have anything to say? Oh my God, yeah, I have something to say. Oh, okay. I really, really love this book. Like. I don't know when next I'm going to read like a short story book. I don't I really know. Really it's really nice. And also, Secret Life of Baba Shelly's Wife is coming, like it's coming soon to Netflix. Yeah! yeah it's coming out to Netflix. I'm so excited. And also, um, Lola Shone commented on one of our posts, the author of Secret Life of Baba Shaggy's Wife. She commented fire. So, shout out to you, Lola Shone. Thank you for looking at our podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming today. I had a great time. I love discussing this book. And I can't wait to discuss the finance episode with you guys next week. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Let's be in the mood of prayer, everybody. Our Father in heaven, we bless your holy name for granting us the opportunity, the opportunity to witness this meeting. We thank you for your grace. Only you, only you deserve to be praised. Thank you, Lord God, for our discussion. Thank you for lessons learned. Thank you for learning. Thank you for unlearning. We bless your holy name. We thank you for the expectation of next week and we bless your holy name because we know everything we go according to your plan. Pray for a successful week ahead of us. Uh, we put everything in your control. Amen. 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 Have a great week, guys. Thank you all for coming. You too. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.
Bye. Thank you so much for listening and that's all for today. The next episode will come out the same time next week. Thank you so much and have a great week. See you next week. Same time. <laughs>